everyone. It's that time of the week. And yes, the podcast is now weekly. That's right. How to love the shit out of life is happening every damn week, not just fortnightly like it used to be. Loving the feedback to the weekly episodes too. So thank you everyone who's been tuning in. So yes, how to love the shit out of life. What are we loving the shit out of this week? Well, it's a topic that I don't know a lot about and as some of the regular listeners will know, that's something that I really try to do on this podcast, bring guests on that have expertise or passion about topics that I know nothing about because I want to learn as much as I know the listener uh, wants to learn as well. So Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is this week's topic with a man named Johnny Lobos who is the owner of a big training facility in the heart of southwest Sydney in Cameltown. It's called the Wolf Den and a big component of the Wolf Den is the Wolf Life Academy which is the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu school that they have set up for men, women and children who are learning all about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and I had an awesome chat with Johnny. He's a really inspiring guy. He's got really great perspective on life and on how to look after yourself, how to look after your physical health and your mental health as well. We had a great chat, as I said, and I'm really excited to share this episode with you. So it's time to love the shit out of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. On today's episode, Johnny Lobos, owner of Wolf Den, joins me to talk all things Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which is one of the main things the Academy teaches. So welcome to the podcast, Johnny. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for having me. Yes, it's going to be good. So tell us a little bit about yourself and the Wolf Den and what you do there at the Academy. Um, Well, I'm nearly 36 years old. I'm married. I've got two amazing children and... I would say I'm obsessed with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and uh, fitness and health. I'm also a personal trainer and I've been doing that for the past seven to eight years. And I live a, a really remarkable and beautiful life. Oh, that's I, lovely. I, I, I think that's how I'd summarize it. It's <laughs> a lovely way to start, isn't it? And tell us a little bit about Wolf Den sure. itself. Um, so I used to be a personal trainer out of a main gym out of Cameltown. And during COVID, it allowed for an opportunity for myself to expand and to create something quite unique and special with my business partner, uh, Tim, uh, something that we had dreamed about doing for years. And we knew the climate was a bit, I guess, um, scaly just because of what was happening with the pandemic. But Mm. we thought, you know what, if we don't do something now, we're never going to do it. And so we decided to open up our very own location called The Wolf Den. Uh, where we specialize in group training and personal training downstairs and where we run, I believe, the best jiu-jitsu academy in all of Sydney and we are a Tom DeBlas affiliate. Amazing. Well, I think Aaron, our mutual friend, (laughs) would say that it's the best. Um, But yeah, I also think that's really cool that you started it during what was a period where a lot of people probably would have been really hesitant to go out and do something like that. I think that's a really ballsy move. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, we were we were freaking out a fair bit just because we had so many clientele already. And the way that it was looking was we're not going to have anywhere to train. Mm. Um, the doors were going to be shutting from the gym that we were working at. And we had just recently opened up our academy within that gym. And so 
we essentially had almost, I think, just over two weeks to find a place. And it was probably the most stressful uh, time of my life. <laughs> but we got it done and we found an amazing place in Blarathol. Mm-hmm. And we have an amazing landlord and the real estate was phenomenal. And yeah, look, it was pretty ballsy. It was scary. But the thing that made it work was we had a tremendous team behind us, a tremendous energy and a passion and a desire to get things done. And we weren't going to take no for an answer. Yeah. Well, that's what we were saying at the start. <laughs> and then everyone was knocking us back saying, nup, 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 nup. And we thought, you know what, during a pandemic, I thought a lot of, I guess, landlords would be willing to take people on board, but it wasn't the case. Mm. But we found something remarkable and special and they said yes. And then we've been able to, we started the Wolf Den with 45 members mm-hmm. the very first day that we like opened. And we've been open so since September last year and we're around at 250 now. That's incredible. Yeah, so we've seen tremendous growth and especially during, I would, I guess you would say, one of the craziest times of our lives Yeah. with um, COVID and especially because we deal in a lot of um, full contact sport with jiu-jitsu, yeah. which you know, I guess a lot of people would be freaking out about and also a gym environment. Mm. Well, we, well, our slogan is that we're not a gym, we're a family. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, but I don't know, I just, I, it just felt right. It just felt yeah. this was a time that we had to do something and – um, you know, I, I talk a big game. I talk a lot of shit, <laughs> and I thought, you know, this I need to back it up now, mm. and this is a time to make our dream a reality, and that's what we did. So, but without the members and without the coaching staff and the support, it wouldn't have been possible. Well done, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, man. So, for those listening who have no clue about Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and I am one of those people, sure. can you tell us what it is and what it involves? Sure. So, Brazilian jiu-jitsu is a type of martial art. Um, obviously from its name, it's stems from Brazil, mm-hmm. but its origins uh, come from judo, from judokas. And it is more of a uh, submission, I guess, grappling ground game art. So compared to say Kung Fu or Taekwondo or Karate, which involves striking with the arms and the legs mm-hmm. and elbows, um, you, you cannot do that in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's about um, using your body to submit your opponent through through various different locks and chokes. Um, and essentially it's trying to get a smaller man to be able to beat up a bigger man. <laughs> and so you can do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu with uh, a kimono, which is known as a gi, which is our uniform, or no gi. Mm-hmm. So I guess for people out there who know what mixed martial arts is or watch UFC or things like Bellator, um, when it hits the ground and they're looking for submissions, um, that is essentially submission grappling or as we call it uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Um, so, yeah, it's an amazing, amazing um, lifestyle amazing sport um the camaraderie and brotherhood in it is beautiful and i'm blessed to have found it in my life and just because i've done martial arts my whole life Mm. um, but doing brazilian jiu-jitsu as i feel has really changed my life as well how would you say that brazilian jiu-jitsu and i guess your experience in training has affected you positively in your life um so i've done sports my whole lives uh, my whole life and i've never done anything harder than brazilian jiu-jitsu it's just in terms of its physicality and in terms of its um, cardiovascular like systems, the, the things that you need to use. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what happens is, is that you start to develop and build this different type of mental toughness. And the way that I explain it is that with jujitsu, you start to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You really do because it sounds scary at first, but sometimes you feel like you're drowning. 
it, it really wow. can it can really can feel like that. You have a you know a big or a small person on top of you, and you're getting tired. You can feel your muscles, you know, just starting to deplete. They're filled with blood. The blood, the oxygen's running out. Um, you're gasping for air. You've never experienced this before, and then you have someone trying to submit you and choke you out. And so, what I feel it does is that it teaches you to become comfortable with those really, really, really uncomfortable situations, and for you to focus on your breathing, for you to stay calm, for you to stay relaxed. And when you do it long enough, you you start to develop these different tools that I find that you can actually use in your personal life. Mm. Um, obviously, when things get pretty difficult or stressful in life, we can often, quite often throw in the towel. Um, we can victimize ourselves. We can feel sorry for ourselves. Or we can kind of just take the challenge front on. And um, and that's what I find jujitsu does for me. It just allows me to be comfortable with really any situation because I feel like I've been through hell and back with it. Yeah, that's, that's such an important message. Um, I guess, again, that leads into the next question of how has Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and, again, your experience in training helped you overcome any obstacles or challenges in your life? Um, so I used to be – well, I still can be, but I, it used to be significantly worse. I used to suffer with some pretty bad um, anxiety and depression. Mm. Um, I'm, well, I'm nearly 36 now. And when I was, like, in my early 20s, 23, I suffered – pretty bad anxiety, just like illogical thoughts. And so I couldn't get my mind to stop wandering and thinking and thinking and thinking. So I had pretty bad OCD. And what I find is with jujitsu, it almost complements like cognitive behavioral therapy where you have to focus on the positive things and the things that are right in front of you. And so when you're grappling, when you're training, when you're sparring with your partner, you essentially are purely in that moment. So you do find that mindfulness that you're wanting to find because you don't have time to think about any illogical or intrusive thoughts. You just have time to kind of um, focus on your breathing, mm. um, focus on not getting your arm or neck or leg ripped apart. So I just find it in that sense, it, it helps tremendously. <laughs> Wolfden encompasses more than just Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu as we're talking about, but why was it important for you when you created Wolfden and this concept that the business had all these different options available, not just the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? I wanted to create something special and something unique that I felt that was missing in MacArthur, something that I'd been wanting to create for like over seven years. Um, and I didn't want to just create, say, okay, let's have downstairs a bunch of machines and some treadmills and people to jump around and do weights. For me, I wanted to kind of, um, I wanted that family feel. And, and in many ways, I find that having jujitsu upstairs is one component, which is martial arts, which is, phenomenal for a certain type of person and then you have downstairs um a group training environment a family feel where people who are wanting to improve their lives through physical exercise and um through community can come together and smash out a workout together and, and feel good and so we also offer personal training for people who don't feel so comfortable within group settings or who have particular goals that they're trying to achieve which requires slightly more attention to detail, a slightly more um, customized approach. And so I wanted to create something that I felt didn't exist within our area and with our approach. And so even downstairs where we have machines and weights, we don't have any mirrors mm. because we didn't want people just doing bicep curls or bench press and looking at themselves in the mirror every 10 seconds. <laughs> yes. And so although I lived, I worked in a gym environment for so long, it was those toxic behaviors and those toxic environments that was in many ways uh, sucking the life out of me. I just, um, everything was also just too clicky and um, gossipy. And so 
we pay a big attention to detail and not allowing that to happen in our facility where we're like, mm-hmm. you know what, guys, we're not, you're not choosing who your partners are. We're going to mix it up for you. You're going with this person, that person, that person, because we want everyone um, to feel comfortable training with whoever. And so I find as well, you can't say, I would personally think it's unhealthy to send a nine-year-old or a 12-year-old to a gym to go, hey, you just need to go and pump some weights and train and, and do this and that because they're obviously going to look at, say, you know, a 25, 30-year-old man who's big and muscly and they'll be like, yeah. well, that's my goal. That's who I need mm-hmm. to be. And I think that's the wrong message. Um, and so that's why our, our big focus now with the academy, with the Wolf Life Academy, with our jiu-jitsu is kids. And so by having jiu-jitsu there in that complex as well now, allows for children to train there mm-hmm. and their parents to be training downstairs. Um, and so it really um, just combines this whole family approach that we really, really, really want. Mm-hmm. And it's not bashing anything on gyms. Like I think if people want to go to a gym and lift some weights and look at themselves in the mirror, that's great. Um, but that's not something that I wanted for myself or for my members or the message that I'm trying to get across. Yeah, it sounds like it's creating a much more healthier body image yeah. approach as well because I know you know I've never been someone that's gone to gyms really I think I had an anytime <laughs> fitness membership for a few months there and never really went and just yeah the whole mirrors everywhere that kind of yeah. just deterred I, me because I, I don't want to look at myself 24 <laughs> 7 I don't know I mean I don't understand why people do when they're working out but that's you know each to their own but I think it is as you said you're creating that family environment but also promoting a really healthy image which I think is really important yeah it's, it's big because I, I find that um the fitness model in Australia, it, it almost tries to tell you what is healthy, what is fit, what you're trying, um, what you should try to strive towards. And I just think it's a broken model that's completely, completely based on aesthetics. Um, and even if you just like look at Instagram and all these things, you have all these influences and all their photos are photoshopped and they're on anabolic, anabolic steroids or growth hormones. It's just sending a really, really, really wrong message. And I didn't want to have part of any of that anymore yeah for me personally um and don't get me wrong like i want i'd love it for my members if they feel happy because they look good that's great yeah. but if that's purely the only thing that's driving you that external motivate motivating factor that's that's a problem um, i find the majority of people who go to gyms who are wanting to improve themselves uh, need to look into the internal determination factors as to why they're wanting to improve their lives like why is it that they want bigger muscles. What is it in their life <laughs> that's allowing them to feel like that? Mm. And so they're the kind of questions that we try to answer at the Wolf Den with our members. And I know I said a lot, but we are truly blessed to have the coaching team that we have in our members because um, without them, my dream wouldn't be possible. Mm. So when someone comes to Wolf Den and wants to sign up for something, is there a process of, you know, whether it's yourself or one of the teachers sitting down with them and kind of knuckling down on those more internal things? Yeah, so what we normally, what we do always is um, we offer everyone a seven-day free trial. And anyone really, they can, we get a lot of um, requests via our website. Mm. Um, and but we actually get a lot of people now walking through every day. And so we just tell them like, look, it's a seven day free trial for you to trial the classes out, see if it's something that you like. And we, I always do anyway, ask, you know, what their name is and what their goal is, Mm. what are they trying to achieve? But I also let them know that the seven day free trial is also for us to see whether we think 
you know, this is the place for them as well. Mm. Because if it's just a place where they just want to come and smash out a workout and not talk to anyone and not engage in a community and not work as a team or as a family, then this isn't the place for you. Yeah. And so it's also a way for us to essentially see what someone is like. Mm. Um, but I always like to sit down and talk to my members and find out exactly what they're wanting to strive. Um, but because I've been a PT for so long, I've really started to understand how the mind works in terms of people wanting to lose weight. So my, my, specialty, my specialty is weight loss. And I always go deep with my members and ask them, you know, it'll always start off as, you know, I, I always get the common stories. Um, I'm wanting to lose weight for mm. my sister's wedding. And I'm like, okay, why do you want to lose weight for your sister's wedding? And they're like, well, I never get to wear anything nice. I don't feel like I look nice. And I'm like, okay, cool. Why don't you think, why don't you think that you look nice? What's making you get to that point? And they're like, um, just because I don't get any compliments from anyone, no one ever says anything to me. And I'm like, well, give me an example of someone not saying something to you. And then we go even deeper and they're mm. like, well, it's not that anyone doesn't say anything to me. It's that my husband doesn't look at me anymore. My husband doesn't hold my hand anymore. You know, I see him looking at other people. And so what people don't realize sometimes is that the thing that's driving their need is so subconscious, so deep, so internalized that they th just think what's going to solve their problems is just to lose weight. But mm. I like to understand why you're wanting to lose weight and why you're wanting to achieve a specific goal um, so that we can work together. Because then if I know what's causing these things, I can sit down and create a plan, not just for, I guess, for your physical body, but also for your mental state. Mm. And also just be like, okay, cool. Let's Why don't we just focus on eating good, nutritious food and training. And a consequence of that is that you look good. So we kind of switch the thinking around. Yeah. So that's not the only yeah. benefit or consequence. It can't. As you said. Because what happens is, is when people just focus on the aesthetic or on the number, it can become an obsession. Mm. And that's why for me sometimes I hate looking at Apple Watches <laughs> or, you know, people will tell me like, this is how many calories I've burned. This is how many steps I've walked. And, this, and it's like, man, none of that shit matters. Yeah. <laughs> are you happy? Are you happy? Are you okay? Mm. Are you happy with who you are? This isn't a competition. This is just about you and your journey and how we as coaches can help you better yourourself. But yeah, it, 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 it's, it, can, it can be a complicated gig at times, but it's a rewarding one and a beautiful one. Um, and I like those challenges as well. Like I really, really do. And I, I work closely with both men and women and I love hearing their stories because everyone has a story. Everyone has a journey as to why they're there. Um, but I tell them, I'm like, look, I'll, I promise to be passionate and loving, but it's going to be quite, kind of brutal because I'm very true. I, I just Tough believe, love. <laughs> yeah, I just believe in the truth. And I'm mm. like, my approach isn't for everyone, um, but that's what I can give you. And if you've got, you know, over 200 members, obviously <laughs> it's working. <laughs> so you were touching before on, you know, the mental side of things. And obviously a lot of the work that you do there at Wolf Den is physical, but we all know that the mental and physical are so entwined and connected what is your take on how the physical activities that you offer there at Wolf Den and the impacts that they can have on someone's mental well-being? I think it can be major, especially if people are suffering with mental illnesses, like be it anxiety or depression. Um, we, we, I guess we do know the, the, the positive effects of exercise in terms of um, producing endorphins and getting you feeling better um, and also just being around a group of people um, getting through a, um, a workout together. I, I think, you know, myself, like when I suffered with my depression and my anxiety, 
I used to love going for runs because I remember that was one of the only things that would make me feel good. Mm. You know, and I think it's because it would make me forget about things for a little bit. And so there is an incredibly um, important link between physical exercise and a positive mindset, especially if it's done in the right way. And what mm. I mean by that is I mean in a positive environment that is focusing on not the shallow aesthetic goals but more the deeper inner um, goals themselves because you know especially i find with a lot of the young men who suffer right now with low self-esteem they're not too sure how to be men and what that means today it's that when they do something and they're doing well it's like man congratulations like you were doubting yourself throughout the whole time and you got that done mm. so next time you're having a doubt you know ask say to yourself you know have i done anything tough in my life yes i have have i endured really tough physical activities yes i have Will I get past this? Can I do better? Yes, I can. And so it's that positive reaffir like reformation mm. um, and they use exercise to do that. So yeah, I love exercising because I feel amazing. Um, and then when I'm not exercising, I don't feel amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, not that I feel crappy and bad, but sometimes like, I definitely do feel a lot better when I am exercising a lot. And that's why we do um, try to now like so what we're offering is like yoga sessions at night oh very cool and just because i'm finding that it's such a great workout for your body and mind as you're segwaying into the night mm. it just it leaves you in a, just a much calmer state and you and you feel so good especially because most yogas end off with like a meditation at the end mm. of it um and our yoga is so awesome <laughs> um the, the feedback we've gotten has been tremendous and so it's just, I love walking into the room after they've finished their yoga and it's like quarter past eight. I'm like, how's everyone doing? And no one ever, no one really ever responds. They're just like, <laughs> just like hanging around and hey. just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Almost like as if they're stoned. Um, and so it's really, really awesome. So we do try to type, tie those things in. Um, but even myself as a coach, I've started to understand the importance of not always just smashing and slamming your clients in workouts because if you're always doing that, it's just going to leave them in a state of anxiety, mm. in a state of nervousness. And um, and that's something that a coach of mine, a coach who, who teaches me, um, was explaining that to me in, in the sense that you don't want your, your your members or your clients to always be just freaking out and panicking, you know, what's coming next, what's coming next. Yeah. Then Dreading gonna, going to class. Exactly. Mm. They're just going to always be anxious and nervous and, and all these kinds of things. So I know people want to come in and get smashed and have a good workout. <laughs> Um, but you can't always be doing that. So I do try to taper my workouts towards the end of the week. And obviously the Monday through to Thursdays are significantly harder compared to the Fridays and Saturdays as we segue into the weekend. Mm. End of the week, the body's significantly more tired. The, the mind is more tired from dealing with work and stresses and children and partners and all those kinds of things. Mm. So these are things that I would have never thought about as a young PT, but the things that I do look at now. Mm. It's all about the balance. 100%. So for anyone out there who is considering getting into something like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, what advice would you give them? I would definitely tell them to have a go. You don't have to come to the Wolf Life Academy. You can go to any martial arts academy or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Academy out there. Just have a go. Mm -hmm. If you're looking at something to, to be completely honest, like really uh, change your mindset towards exercise and find something special, if you find that you're not belonging to anything and that you're hungry for like a brotherhood, I would definitely recommend them to try Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And this applies to men and women because um, we have a, tr a great deal of women who do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I think in our, our kids' classes, 
um, we have more females than boys. Mm. Um, I would suggest just to start. Just go out there and start and do it. There's, um, I could give you a million reasons as to why it's the best thing to do in the world, but I think the best thing to do is actually just to go there and sit down and talk to a professor or talk to someone and ask them how you can start your trial. Like we offer seven-day week free trials and that's just because we want people to really experience it and see if they like it and if they don't like it we totally understand as well but i would suggest just start um maybe go on youtube and just look up hoist gracie uh ufc debut and he's a man who really revolutionized uh, martial arts and i guess mixed martial arts and brazilian jiu-jitsu for the rest of the world because he just really displayed how a small man can beat anyone and so it's a it's it's an amazing story so i'd probably get them to do that as well but just start even if it's a little bit but just begin that journey yeah just give it a go so to sum up how do you love the shit out of brazilian jiu-jitsu how do i love the shit out of it (laughs) um i I love it a lot i really really do i owe a lot to the art of brazilian jiu-jitsu um and i owe a lot to my coaches and professors um for giving me the opportunity to be part of their classes and just I find that it has really humbled me it has really opened my eyes um and it's giving me now the tools to become an even better dad husband uh friend coach everything um I I feel that when I'm not training in Brazilian jiu-jitsu in many ways I don't find things as challenging but I find when I'm doing jiu-jitsu I need to really think a lot um both with my mindset and with my with my body as well, pushing it to levels that I didn't think would be possible. Um, so I love it a great deal. I, I owe it a lot. I really do. So what other things do you love the shit out of in your life? Man, I love movies. <laughs> I love music. I love comic books. Um, I'm not really a gamer. I love my family. I love spending time with my daughter Isadora and my son Conan and my wife Rose. Um, I'm massive on family. And so once work is done, and like I do ridiculous hours though, because I have to right now. So it's mm. like from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day. Ooh. Yeah, it's <laughs> long. Um, but I'm blessed because I get to see him every day for lunch. Um, I really like to just spend time with my family mainly. That's the biggest thing for me is just being with my family and then just chilling out with my wife and just watching a bit of Netflix, going into the city, staying in a nice hotel. They're the things that I really, really like, love to do and enjoy. Um, and because we're always doing classes, mm. it allows me to listen to music a lot of the times. And unfortunately, sometimes I have to play a lot of songs that I just cannot stand. <laughs> I've got to play a lot of hip hop and R&B. Oh, you don't like hip hop and R&B? No, no, no. I, I, like, I, I, like, I like some of it. Some, yes. Some of it. But um, I'm more into like say heavy metal and death metal and alternative. Cool. And so when I'm playing some <laughs> cringy songs, I'm like, oh man, get me out of here. Um, but no, but I, I love to sit down and get a big whiteboard out and put some really awesome music and just um, create. I think that's one of the things that I love to do the most as well with my family is just to create concepts, ideas, classes, um, different businesses, all those different types of things. Um, I love those things. Awesome. My, mind, my mind's always ticking. It's yeah. never turning off. <laughs> so how can people get in touch with Wolf Den? Um, I would suggest that they go to our website, which is um, www.thewolflife.com.au. And just send us a request. And if people want a trial, either upstairs or downstairs, you get a seven-day free trial. There is You don't have to pay any money. You're not going to have a, 
I guess like a sleazy salesman calling you up the <laughs> next day going, hey man, do you want to sign up? Hey man, do you want to sign up? Like we have leads and like say for an example, if someone does want to sign up and it's been the seven days, we're not going to call you. Mm. Because if you want to sign up, you're going to sign up. You're going to follow up. You're yeah. Gonna, yeah, that's like, it. And, and so if you don't want to be there, we respect that. Like if it doesn't suit you and you want to do something else, cool. We're not going to get on the phone and be like, hey, how did you find it? Why don't you sign up? We can offer you this. We can offer you that. If you didn't like it, you didn't like the experience, that's all good. Everyone's like entitled to that. But to be honest, um, the majority of people who do a trial with the Wolf Dan or the Wolf Life Academy do end up signing up. And that's where the tremendous growth has been. Um, we don't even like we're doing a, a bit of now social media work in terms of putting out ads, but we don't spend nowhere near the amount of um, ad spend compared to other businesses mm. because we don't have to. We don't have to. We yeah. we really we really don't have to because um, I'm blessed that it is um, my business, but the team and the coaches is just the absolute best. Mm. So they do the selling for us in the sense of their product, their class, their enthusiasm, their passion, their love. Um, and just because I work really closely, so downstairs the owners are myself, um, my friend Tim and Didier and Greg. And we just, well, they're, I guess, three young guys. I'm the old one. <laughs> um, but the amount of passion and love mm. they have for their members and for creating something unique and special is tremendous. And we like to do, say, team building events every four weeks. And we went last Friday to go play um, golf. And we're just talking about how lucky we are, like how blessed we are to have what we have in our lives. And so we sit down together and we create together. Um, and because of those boys, um, the Wolf Den is a possibility. And then upstairs you've got tremendous coaches in um, Coach Josh, Professor David, uh, Joe, um, Reynold, Adrian. You've got all these different coaches, Roy and Maddie, And they do such a phenomenal job with kids and adults that there's just so much love for what they do. But as owners, it's our responsibility at the same time to make them feel comfortable, to make sure that they're happy. Um, we always ask them, like we go, hey guys, I want to sit down and catch up with you to see mm. there's things that we can do to further your development in your career. Are you happy? Are there things that we can do better as managers and as owners? And I think that's really, really important because they're the ones that are keeping um, the members out. We have a vision, we have an idea, but they're the ones that are truly executing it all for mm. us. Well, it sounds like you've created something very special there. Yeah. So Thanks, man. Well done. That's the end of the podcast episode. Legend, man. Talk for forever, I'm sure. But I think um, you've shared some really great insights on Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu specifically, but also what the Wolf Den does. And I wish you all the best for the future. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. No worries. No worries.